0: Clap your hands unto the Lord and just give God some of the praise that has been going on here tonight. Come on, what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Savior. What a glorious God He is. Angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. Amen, amen, amen. You would grab your Bibles or open your apps. Trying to be modern here. Go with me to the Book of Hebrews, chapter eleven. I touched on this Friday night or Saturday or whatever it was at College Park. I'm going to, I'm going to wear it out tonight. Hebrews chapter eleven, verse number one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for; it's the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand. That the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear.
1: Through faith we
0: understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Wherefore, seeing we are also 12 and one, can pass about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us and let us with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. Amen. I want to preach tonight, by the help of God, I am a world changer. Look at your neighbor and say, I am a world changer. It's an honor tonight to have a friend of mine, a saint man that was such a blessing to us when we first went to Orange County uh, several years ago, 18, 19, 20 years ago, uh, Ben Travis and his lovely three children here tonight. This is a good man. This is a good man. And uh, we reminisced a little bit here tonight at 18 years of age, he walked into this church And was baptized by Bishop Wright several years ago. And didn't know anything about this. And soon moved to the state of California. And somehow got connected with us. And so now he's here. And I'm here. And nothing is coincidence. You may be seated. Faith. Faith. Just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you've got. Faith. Faith is the most precious commodity. I don't have a collection of anything more valuable than my faith. I don't have enough money or will ever have enough money that will be more valuable or worth more to me or mean more to me than my faith. My faith is the commodity of which I can spend in the kingdom of God. Without faith, without faith, without faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is a commodity. Faith, according to the New Testament, can be increased. Faith can be decreased. Faith can get a lot. You can have a lot. You can gain more or... You can lose it. You can increase your faith. You can decrease your faith. The Bible says that He has given to every man a measure of faith. So I contend tonight that God, at the beginning of your life and journey with Him, hands to you or deposits into you a measure of faith. Now it's important for you to hear me what I'm telling you right now. The Holy Ghost, at the moment that you are born again of water and spirit, He deposits into you a measure of faith. He puts it into you. So for somebody to have no faith means they have lost their faith. For somebody to have increased faith means that they have been a good steward. And they have taken what God gave them and they have increased their faith. I tell you tonight that I thank God for every ounce of faith that I have. I want more faith. I don't have near enough faith. I want God to increase my faith. We've got to have faith. Lord, increase our faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For they that come to God must believe that He is, that He is, that He is, that He is. The problem with us is we're coming to God and we don't believe that He is. If I need healing before I come to God, I've got to convince myself He is my healer. So that when I come to Him, He will reward me because I believe that... If you need a financial blessing, if you need healing in your body, the prerequisite to the miraculous is you must believe that God is. I need a blessing tonight. Then you need to work on you and you need to convince yourself that before I leave here tonight, God is going to move in this place and He is going to answer and He is going to supply my need according to His riches in glory. For they that come to God, must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You know what's happening right now? Your faith is being increased. Your faith is gaining momentum. Your faith is... You may tell you why you're starting to help me now. Because faith cometh by. Faith cometh by. And hearing by the Word of God. So if I need more faith, don't tell me a lullaby. Don't tell me what Muhammad did. Don't tell me what Buddha did. Tell me what Jesus did. And if you'll tell me what Jesus did, my faith will be increased. And if I've got faith, I can speak to a mountain and say, Mountain be thou removed and cast into the sea. And it shall be Done. I have faith tonight, but I want more faith. I, I am convinced with all of my heart that the journey from now to glory will have its ups and downs. It will have its ins and outs. It will have momentum changes. The pendulum will swing both ways. But if I'm going to make glory, I've got to figure out how to please God. Not just externally. Can I work on you just a minute? Not just externally. Thank God for separation. Thank God for the outward man and the consecrations we've made. But it's more than just that. I've got to get my internal man to match my external man. And the consecrations I've made externally have to be equaled by the internal measures that I live for God by. I want to please Him here, but I also want to please Him here. I want my faith to be right because I want to please God. It's amazing. It's amazing when you start talking about the internal and the external, how quiet we become. We have nothing to hang our heads down. We have nothing to be bashful for. We are a separated people. We have come out from the world and we are separate because he wants to receive us unto himself. And that's all right with me. Touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Come out and be separate and I will receive you. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For they that come to God, for they that come to God, must believe. You don't have a choice. You must believe. It's not open to debate. You must believe. It's not open for conversation. You must believe. You must believe that He is. My God, I can't get past this tonight. You must believe that He is. You must believe that He is. You must believe that He is. You've got to believe that He is. You've got to be convinced that He is. Not almost. Not maybe. Not used to be. And not could be. god is god is god is the rose of sharon he is the lily of the valley he is the bright and morning star he is the fairest of ten thousands somebody help me preach a while he is the alpha and the omega he is the beginning and the end he is the first and the last he is If you believe that, clap your hands. Come on, clap your hands. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you never make a million, or if you make many, if you never buy that home, or you don't live but under the overpass of a bridge somewhere, if you're educated or uneducated, if you're rich or poor, If You get anything in this life, get faith Mm. I'm just trying to get the foundation laid If you get anything in this life, get faith If you acquire anything in this life, get faith If you keep anything in this life, keep faith If you walk with anything in this life, walk with faith If you believe with anything in this world, believe with faith Go to bed with faith. Get up with faith. Go to work with faith. Eat dinner with faith. But whatever you do, don't, don't, don't lose your faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't take much spiritual discernment that when you start preaching about faith, to figure out those that are struggling with their faith. Those that have been attacked and wearied greatly with a battle against faith. I stand here tonight convinced that my God is a healer. My God is a healer. My God is a healer. healer. You can't have my faith, devil. You can't rob my faith, devil. No, it doesn't matter what the doctor said. It doesn't matter what logic says. I, I, I've got faith. And that's enough. Will you help me preach the circumstances for a moment? You may have facts. You may lose logic, but I've got a word from God tonight. I've got faith, and as long as I've got faith, I'll please God. When I tell you what I'm fixing to tell you, please, for God's sake, don't feel sorry for me. Look at your neighbor and say, don't feel sorry for him. I'm not telling you to make me a martyr. I am convinced that we're supposed to live for him and not die for him. He's not looking for a martyr. He's looking for somebody who's got faith. Uh, A few days ago, my boy walked in and we noticed that he was acting a little peculiar. And the longer this went on, the more concerned we become. And so we called the a tumor board in Southern California. And we gave them his symptoms. And they said, we don't want to alarm you. But according to what you have told us, it's one of three things. It's just a freak accident. It's just the unknown. Or that tumor is back. And it's growing again. Or there's something more serious at play. And the moment we hang up, I felt that old ugly, that heavy, I told you so. I told you it wouldn't last. I told you it was but a myth and a fairy tale. But somewhere deep inside me, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt that bubbling. I felt that resident word. And I looked facts in the eye and I said, Facts. Let me remind you of something. By my stripes, you are, you don't hear me devil, you are healed. You you can sit there and hang on to your calamity, but I want to let my calamity go and hang on to faith because faith pleases God. You don't have anything else tonight. Have faith. So if faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When he said increase your faith, what he really said, listen to my word. Mm. I'm thinking to come down your row. Listen. To what I'm telling you. I'm just going to let you catch up. Hear me. When I speak. Believe me. When I tell you. Have faith. How do I get faith? Hearing. 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 The word of God. What is it that moves mountains? Faith. What is it that moves disease out of bodies? Faith. What is it that causes church to have revival? Faith. What is it that brings my babies home? What is it that heals sickness? What is it that moves us in the realm of the supernatural? How do I get faith? I hear Tom Foster sat on this platform some Sunday nights ago and told this church in large stretch. M- Got it. The prophet of the Old Testament rose to the occasion and he said the greatest famine in the end time the greatest famine that will ever hit mankind since the beginning to the end of time it will not be a famine for food nor water nor wealth nor intellect nor knowledge but it will be a famine for the hearing for the hearing for the hearing of the word of god why is the famine of the hearing so so great, greatly dramatized why is it at that level because the devil your arch enemy you hear me? The man that wants to destroy you more than anything in this life. He values the Word. Hang on. He understands the potency of it. The power of it. The authority of it. Because in the, in the beginning, the seed, which is the Word of God, walked into his throne room... And discerned the thought of Lucifer, and when he discerned the thought of Lucifer, he said and Lucifer felt the effect of the power of the word of God. So here we go, and then some time later, he walked into the garden of beginnings, and he tempted the woman, he tricked the man, Adam and Eve fell into sin. And Lucifer stood there thinking that he had won. But Jesus came walking into that garden. And he looked at Adam and Eve and said, You messed up. I'll take care of you. But before I deal with you, I'm going to take care of you. Hey, you devil. Here's your curse now. You're going to slither. You're going to eat dust. Wait a minute. But the heel of that woman... That woman that you tricked, that woman that you messed up, that woman you thought you overtook. I'm going to give her power and she's going to stop you. You might bruise her heel, but she's going to crush your head. There's power in the word of God. There's power in the word of God. There's authority in the word of God. There's healing in the word of God. That just felt good. You a devil. Four types of seed. Or one type of seed. Four types of soil. It falls on four types. But it falls on the good ground. And when the right seed falls on the right ground. Anything. Anything. Is possible. And the devil knows that. So the minute. The seed falls. On the right ground. What is the very next thing that happens? Then. Cometh. The devil. Why? Because he knows. If the word is ever heard. I'm going to wait on you. Because we ain't no sense in having church next week if we don't get it right this week. The devil knows. If he can get you to shout about it and not hear it. Pray about it and not hear it. Give to it but not hear it. He don't have anything to fear. But if he gets one or two of you that hears it. Husbands, hear it. Wives, hear it. Young people, hear it. Therein is the problem. Let me just tell you something. You don't have a weapon. You don't have a tool. You have no defense if you don't have the Word of God. The Spirit itself helpeth me pray. You can't even intercede nor travail without the help of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a Word, you don't have anything. I don't care how many laps you run on Sunday night. Or how much tithes you give on Sunday. Irrelevant. If you don't have a word. The devil's not afraid of you if you don't have a word. And if I can just get there. He's not intimidated by anybody that stands in worship without a word. You are no threat to his kingdom without a word. But somebody. With a word. Becomes the most lethal. You shall say unto this mountain, Mount to be that removed and cast into the sea. What, what, what type of intelligence does it require for me to believe that a literal mountain can be cast into the sea? I mean, come on. Let's, let's just be logical. I mean, really, come on. You're going you to tell me you can throw a mountain into the sea? I can't. I can't. Hang on. But he can't. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Because John said everything that was made was made by him. Sunday. died for him by him for him even the mountain and so in the fabric of creation in the fiber in the genetic code of creation six days was this let there be and there was let there be and there was So everything that was created, was created by the word. So anything that was created recognizes by genetic code the voice of the creator. I'm thinking to blow up. So, if my word abide in mountain, and the mountain starts shaking, not because you said it, but because you spoke the creative. I put my word on your tongue. Therefore, when you speak with the name of Jesus, everything that was created recognizes the authority of the Creator. I rebuke depression. I rebuke oppression. I rebuke... It's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. Because the Word says so. You may be seated. Through faith. (laughs) Uh, I, I, I don't know how much further to go here. The potency. The power. Lazarus. Come forth. And he. That. Was dead. What? And he that. Let me get this right. He's dead, he stinks. It's dead, it stinks. But yet Jesus said. Uh and he, (laughs) I've buried some loved ones, and I have wailed and heard wailing, but I've never been able to talk to a dead person. But Jesus said, I'm just going to let you preach it for me. And he that. Okay, hang on. He's dead. He stinks. No problem. You mean to tell me you're going to go touch a dead person that stinks? No. No, I'm going to speak to it. See. You're here tonight and you have a situation that's dead and it stinks. And you're wanting to fight with it and wrestle it. You don't have to. You don't have to touch the stink. You can... of believers realizes how much word you've got there's not a devil in or out of hell there's not a plan a trap or concoction that hell can devise or a weapon designed that will hinder stop nor detour this congregation I'm so convinced right now that if some of you would realize how much word you've got resident in you, that if you would just open up your mouth and say, devil, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Every stinking situation, every dead beyond help. You, you can be seated. Will you you take the journey with me for a few minutes? Hebrews 11 chapter is one of those unique, unique, powerful chapters. It's If you have a Thompson Chain Bible, it's the heroes of faith. It's the roll call. Faith, 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 faith. I remember growing up as a kid, faith, faith, faith. It doesn't take a whole lot. Just use what you got. Just a little bit of faith, 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 faith. One of the things that I hate the most, Stu, is when somebody comes up to me when they know I'm going through a trial, and they slap me on the back and say, just have faith. I want to punch them in the face. How's that for faith? And I know you, you can be self-righteous if you want to. I'm going to be real. It burns me up. Have faith. How much more faith do you think I've got? How much more do you think I need, Sherlock? I thought I had faith. And now you're telling me to have faith. I got faith, stupid. D- don't mean to offend the righteous. <laughs> have faith. God's gonna see you through. Just have faith. What you're really telling me is I have no word. Yeah, you you just insulted me. You said I am I am without a word. Is there anybody here that doesn't have faith tonight? Let me ask you this. Is there anybody here that has a word? Hang on. Hang on. Then you have faith. Move your mountain. See, here's the journey we're going to take. It's one thing to have faith. It's another thing to move with faith. Whew. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, without going into in-depth and slowing the train much, here's what faith is. I can prove to you that faith, your faith, faith is that thing that once spoken runs ahead, goes to the moment of fruition, stops. He is at the end of the the moment. that's, That's the event. That's the happening. And he pauses there. And he looks back at you where you are. And he becomes your greatest encouragement. No, no, no. Stay there. Encourage me. Motion for me. I just don't think I can make it. Sunday night after Sunday night. not be tonight but i'm not gonna lose faith it may not be next week but i'm not gonna lose faith because faith is the substance of my hope i can't hear you
1: apostolics
0: faith was at its lowest. I had a preaching engagement last weekend. My wife, my family went to church. And I believe in Scott Shelton. I believe in the gifting of Scott Shelton. I do. And without knowing anything, he looked my wife right in her eyes. And he said, It's not... The worst of what they said. It is not as bad as it looks. I know his symptoms. I know what he's struggling with right now. But faith said. Faith said. Faith said. And it may not come tonight. It may not come next week. But I tell you. Because the word said it. put verse 3 of the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews up. Stay with me. We're, we're not done. Hang on. Faith. Verse 4. Go 11-3. Leave that up there for me, brother. Thank you. Verse 4. By faith, Abel. 5. By faith, Enoch. 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For they that must come to him must believe that he is. Okay? I get that. Seven, by faith Noah. Eight, by faith Abraham. Nine, he sojourned in the land of promise in a strange country. Looked for a city whose builder and maker was God. Through faith also Sarah conceived. These all died in faith. Truly, if they'd been mindful of the customers that come out, they might have had opportunity to return. By faith Abraham. Accounting God was able to raise him up. By faith Isaac. 22, by faith Joseph. 23, by faith Moses. 24, by faith Moses. By faith he forsook 27. Through faith he kept. By faith they passed. By faith Jericho fell. By faith Harlot perished not. That's some potent stuff right there. And what shall I more say for the time it fell of Gideon the Barak of Samson and Jephthah and the prophets also who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fires out of weakness were made strong, powerful stuff. And then you turn the page. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a Better resurrection and others had trial of crew, mocking, scourging. Yeah, remover bonds of imprisonment. They were stoned, sawn asunder, tempted, of whom the world was not worthy. Thirty-nine, and these all, and these all, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided. A better thing for us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I thought we were talking about the Old Testament church. You, you said us. God, having provided some better thing for That they, without, so hang on, 40 verses, an entire Old Testament about people who walked with faith, who had faith, is summed up with the statement, they are not done. Until you are. Amen. The word, um, they without faith, provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. The word perfect there means complete, brought to final form, finalized, finished, done. So here's what he says. For the first time in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, the New Testament church is mentioned. And it's mentioned in conjunction with the New to Old Testament church. And what he says is, I will not finalize the Old Testament church. Until I finalize the New Testament church. Come here. You two. You, 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 you. And you three. Hurry. Come here, slick. Get up here. Come on. Come on. It ain't ain't bad. Make a circle around me. Whatever you fellas do, don't let me out of the circle. There is no 1140 without 12 and 1. We're foreseeing, continuation. You are also, remember, they're not made perfect without us. They're not finalized without me. So now I have a job to do for the Old Testament church. And because I have a job to do for them, they have a job to do for me. And that's why the apostle said, 12 and 1, We're we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. You know who these guys are? David. jephthah Ruth. I need some girls. I need Ruth and Naomi and Esther. Come on. I need some girls. we we got to get this gender equality thing right. Come on. This is my cloud of witness. Come on, ladies. Typically, we're waiting on the women. <laughs> and so, this is my cloud of witness. Watch me. So, when I get up on Monday, and you got to walk with me, When I get up on Monday and go to work, and all hell breaks loose, and I lose my praise, I say, I just can't make it anymore. I'm so weary. David steps in and says, hey, you won't weary. Let me tell you about walking through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. (laughs) What's that, David? I'm just waiting to see if you're getting me. Or how hell breaks loose and you start losing stuff. Job steps in and says, hey, you come in naked, you don't leave naked. Let me tell you what you do between This is my cloud of witness. They start talking to me. You can make it. You can do it. You can endure. I did it. You. Stop using cop-outs. Stop being defeated because. You're in a trial. What what, what's that, Shadrach? You're in a trial? You stumped your toe. You call that a trial? Bishop didn't shake your hand when he left the other day. That's not a trial. Well, I could meddle right now. That's not a trial. And as I listen to my cloud of witness, I realize that they can't be brought to final form without me. So there's a lot of pressure on me to make it. Come come on, on. You may be seated. And so, I look at eleven chapter of the book of Hebrews, and I'm trying to figure out what all this is about. And I don't want anybody to tell me to have faith, because I have faith. What I need is an understanding of faith. My people are destroyed. Why? For a lack of knowledge. Not a lack of power, but a lack of understanding how to use power. Do you know when you got the Holy Ghost according to Acts 1 and 8, you got dynamite? That is the original text. You got dunamis, dynamite. Pull the pin, baby. You don't agree with me. You got grenades, you can just say die, baby. You don't believe that. That's why we are convinced that we must endure, that we must go through, that we must be afflicted, that we'll just handle our depression, that we'll live under this cloud, that God is not for me. For me to believe that God is not for me would mean for me to say that God's word is null and void. well so God give me understanding of your word and so I look through Hebrews 11 and it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for we, we understand now how faith moves and operates for by it the elders obtained a good report there is a great card there is a, a passing grade that they got they obtained a good report through faith through faith we understand so I, I, I get it I got to have faith to move mountains I got to have faith to understand that's what it says through faith we understand And so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, so through faith, I understand. So I need faith. I need faith. So if Hebrews 11 is all about Old Testament faith, I need to go to the Old Testament and study faith. Would you not agree? So, Mr. Intelligent, I open a Bible program. I type in faith. Old Testament, and I hit enter. And it gives me the word faith in the Old Testament. The problem is... That's it. Two times. Wait a minute. I thought Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and Jephthah and David and Joseph. I thought all they walk with faith. So the understanding that I'm getting is faith is not F A I T A. Faith is, H-I-S, W-O-R-D. Come on. Work with me. Faith is not F-A-I-T-H. Faith is, H-I-S, capital, W-O-R-D. I don't mean to offend anybody by that I mean the femininity and the ladies of the church so don't crucify me I'm going to come out here in the danger zone but I I, I work hard trying to understand femininity thanks for chuckling I, I really do I, 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 I'm about the time I think I got a master's degree I find out I've not even got out of kindergarten and I, I, I try to get it. I, I really do. I, I try to understand mood swings. What's good on Thursday is not good on Friday. <laughs> Come on. Don't, don't, don't be a hater. What's good on Sunday will definitely not work on Wednesday. I love you and a kiss on the forehead is not sufficient every day. You with me? A card is good sometimes. I, there's no rule book. The rule book on the rule book is there's no rule book. You just, you just gotta, you just gotta pull the pen and live with it. Am I, am I not right? I mean, come on, brethren. I know you're sitting by yours and you're in the danger zone, but just give me a nod or, you know, the secret. You, you get, you, you understand me. It,
1: it,
0: it's a tricky, and so if me and Stu any of these man's platform were to have a conversation, we'd say, up? much. We do tomorrow, I'm not much. That says a whole lot. You look down and see Charlotte chuckling. That says a whole lot. But if my wife says what are you doing tomorrow, I have to, I have to think. Don't, 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 don't throw that grenade. Don't. Tell her a lot of something. Well, I I thought whenever I would wake up, I would take my right hand and push the covers back. I would take my left foot and slide it over, and then my right foot, and I would sit up in bed. And I would see if you were awake so that I could either be very quiet or run to the coffee pot. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up what I'm laying down. <laughs> hey, details. Details are important. I mean, they got to know everything. What you doing tomorrow? Nothing. That's it. My wife, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, God. Here we go. That's why men run. Wait. So, Abraham's out doing his job. And all of a sudden the voice says, Abraham, and he says, So And God said, Go. And Abraham said, Where? That way. Okay. What more do you need? He walks in. And he says, Honey. <clears throat> I have something I'd like to share with you. What's that, baby? God told me something. Mhm. And what did God say? God said, "Tomorrow, U-Haul will be here. We gone." <laughs> And she said, uh-uh, no. No, because see, I, I have to figure out what to do with that, and that definitely won't fit in the U-Haul, so we're going to have to figure out where to store that. And i got to call Mama and make sure Mama can. you you got you to gotta paint the picture right. Don't just say, Abraham said, honey, we're leaving, and she said, "Yeah, yay, yeah, sir. It didn't work that way. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. Honey, we're leaving. Where are we going? I really don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I, 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 he, I. We're leaving the land of ur Chaldees. Okay, but where are we going? Are you stupid? Talk to me. Use your words. Doesn't make sense. I, I know it doesn't. You know, I set you up, right? And she stands back and says, Nothing you say right now makes a lick of sense to me. And he said, I know. And it doesn't really to me either. But I just know I got a word. And tomorrow, come hell or high water, we're going to take the first step and the second step. How will we know when we get there? He said he would tell us. So you mean to tell me that we're going to leave everything that we've known we're gonna leave all our securities. We're gonna leave the comfort of, of familiarity. And we're going to go into a land, you're getting quiet now, into a land that we've never been, and we won't really know when we get there, except he's gonna write. To... Every every example in Hebrews eleven is a world changer. Now We've preached hard. We've had fun. Let me sum it up. In the 11th chapter and the third verse, through faith we understand that the world's. So I get to look at 11, and I look at all the Old Testament characters, and they are incredible. They, they moved mountains. They did the impossible. They went against every odd and survived. But yet faith is not an Old Testament word. So what is it that they had? They had a word from God. Okay. So I get it through faith. So really, through God's word, we understand. Now it's making sense. Through God's word, we understand worlds. So I'm looking at worlds, and I'm thinking now, I'm not a great Bible scholar. I I am a student of the word. But when S is at the end of a word, it means more than one. And so I went to Genesis 1, 2, and 3 and see if I could find another world. And I couldn't find another world. So logically and contextually, i come to the conclusion that the writer of Hebrews chapter 11 and 3 was not talking about creation. Or he would have said the world was built. The world was spoken into existence, but he didn't say that. He said the worlds, plural, worlds, plural, more than one world. And so I looked up the word worlds and I found out that it is mean, it means a a specific allotted period of time, a moment, a minute, an event. Through God's word, I understand that time, moments, events, were framed. <laughs> Hang on. So then I pressed the little button and got smart and looked up the word frame. You know what the word frame means? To oh, bahaya, To alter to remold, to reshape, to rebuild. Now I get it. Now I get it. Through God's Word, I understand that time, moments, days, weeks, events were remodeled, reshaped, rebuilt, redesigned by those that received the Word from God. So, so, I get up on Monday And my world is built, and it's given to me, and I don't like it, because I've got a word. So I take the word of God. And I just remodel it. I'm done. It's yours. Let me show you how it works. I've been a uh, been a revival, another place, and uh, first Sunday I was there, Holy Ghost got to moving a little bit, and they were praying, you can stay standing, I'm, I'm really done, they were praying for the fellow right over here, I just got to watching, man, big old tears, and his hands were lifted, and church rallied around him, and he didn't get the Holy Ghost, that, that bugs me. You can live with it, but I can't. And so it bugged me. So after Sunday morning, Sunday night, same thing happened. What I found out after that Sunday night is that he had been in the church several years and did not have the Holy Ghost, had never received the Holy Ghost, but had taken communion. And some um, illiterate, scripturally illiterate idiot, how do you like that, told him that since he took it, Um, He took it unworthily. He took it. He drunk damnation that he was done. He was cooked. And a few days later, his child was killed in a car accident. And that same person said, see there, that's the judgment of God. So this guy, 10 or 11, 12 years, has been sitting right over there, believing judgment was against him, that he, he had no rightful place. And so the very next Sunday, I'm there. And on Sunday morning, I said, you got a miracle coming you hear me, fella? You get a miracle. He starts weeping. Didn't feel to pray for him. Sunday night, the Holy Ghost said, tonight, I'm going to fill him with my spirit. And I said, yeah, wait, 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 wait. And so I got to preaching and their, their faith wasn't where it needed to go. And the Holy Ghost said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk down and stand at the front of the chair. Right over there, right there. And so I walked down and stood right there. And he was sitting right there where the blonde chick is looking right there. He was sitting right there. And I'm standing right there. And so I look at him and I said, the Holy Ghost says, you're fixing to get it right now. And it got as quiet as it is right now. you got to realize, 10 or 12 years, he has sought the Holy Ghost and nothing happened. And the Holy Ghost said, don't touch him. And tell them not to touch him. I'm going to do this. And I said, I want you to back up. And so I backed the people up and just put a spiritual cocoon around him. And I said, now, I'm going to tell you something. And you listen to me. His world said, you took damnation. You drunk it unworthily. You are judged of God. You'll never get the Holy Ghost. The body had accepted the fact that he would never get the Holy Ghost. But a word came. And so I took my spiritual hammer. And I just reframed it. See the word frame means to realter, reshape, to take an already existing substance and change it. Hebrews eleven three cannot be talking about creation because creation was new. There was no preconditioned anything. But Abraham had a precondition. Isaac had a precondition. And so I said, listen to me. I said, when I point my finger at you, the magic wasn't in me. You understand the word of God. I said, the Holy Ghost told me to tell when I point my finger at you, you lift your hands. And in three seconds, you'll have a stammering lip. In five seconds, you'll be talking in tongues. He went. And I said, get away from you. I don't want anybody touching." touch him. And I backed up. And I said, are you ready? No chance. Three seconds. Stemming lip. Five seconds. A new tongue. And the thing that they had tried to get done for 12 years, God did it in eight seconds. When you have a word, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, it doesn't matter what the facts are. Take your word and start walking. Take your word and go for
1: That's it sis.
0: They're bad to no, no slide on denomination. I had a Baptist lady been coming, and she had been told all of her life. She's for, early 40s. she she'd been told all of her life, you'll never talk in tongues because tongues is not a reality. Tongues is demonic. And so for three years, she sought the Holy Ghost. And for two weeks in that revival, I didn't feel released to pray for her at all. And at a crucial moment when faith needed to be built, the Holy Ghost said, go down and tell her that it's time. She'll, she'll receive my spirit right now. And so I walked down there and I said, if you don't mind, take your hands off of her. Everybody get back. Because, see, you've got to convince people that it's the Word of God. And so I said, look at me. I said, stop praying. Look at me. Do you feel the Holy Ghost now? I mean, tears just pouring. She said, I said, you are receiving the Holy Ghost right now. That's what you feel. I said, regardless of what your parents told you, regardless of what good folk in this church told you, tongues is not the Holy Ghost. Stammering lip is not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is what you feel right now. That is the evidence. It's not the Holy Ghost. It's the evidence of the Holy Ghost. And I said, are you ready? Call your hand. I said, are you ready? She said, yeah. I said, The chance. Receive the Holy Ghost. And she starts talking in tongues. But the comment during the day was. Ha, 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 ha. Since he got the Holy Ghost. If she gets it. We'll really believe we're in revival. It was a jest. They didn't really. Mean it. You are held captive by what you speak. You hear me? And the Holy Ghost said, "Okay, all right, all right. If they need that to believe me, I'll give them that too." At some point in time, we're going to be so full of the Word, we're going to be so crippled and lethargic. Matter of fact, they were so full of manna it come out their nostrils. It's possible. It's possible. To ingest so much, you lose the ability to move. Boy, I could wear that out right now. And we just keep taking it in and taking it in. You know, if you feed a horse too much protein, you know what founders? Protein's good for them. They need protein to live. But it's possible that if you overfeed them a protein, you cripple their feet. Come on, Israel. You want good things, I'll give you good things. When you start complaining about good things, I'll give you so many good things. You throw it up. It comes out your nostrils. At some point in time, God's church is going to have to take his word. Where are you going? I don't know. I just got a word and he said, go. This church, look, look, I don't... don't. I don't need to tell you what the word is. You heard it again just a few Sunday nights ago. It's been affirmed again and again and again. But at some point in time, we're going to have to take this thing and run with it. I want everybody to stand. Now again, again, it's easy to build to this crescendo. It's easy to build to this climax and let people shout, and let people feel good, and go home unchanged. But I hope we're beyond that. It's time to take authority. It's time to move in a spiritual dimension with the Word of God. We know that in the past history of mankind, that worlds, moments, events, days, weeks, were radically changed, remodeled, reshaped by those Who received a word from God. You want to be a world changer? Get a word. But don't stop with just getting it. Move with it. March with it. Work with it. Speak it. Exercise it. Take the word with you. I want you to close your eyes a minute and I want you to get a hold spiritually of your crisis. Come on. All the way in the back, left and right, wherever you are, I want you to get a hold of your dilemma. Get a hold of what your issue is. It's a reality. It's a fact. It is in fact a dilemma or a crisis. The disease is real. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the sick say, I am healed. Take my word. Go ahead, you've got it. He put his word in you. His word is where all the power is. Every demon of doubt, every disease has to bow down. It has to acknowledge the power of his name. The power of his word. Come on.
1: not forgotten
0: god has not forgotten and we're going to blow the dust and the cobwebs off that word and the promise that god gave you lazarus may be dead and it may be stinking but the holy ghost to you and this woman tonight is it shall live it shall live it shall live the word of god abideth in you and where the word is it's an old word but it's not a forgotten word yes Holy Ghost yes come on congregation there's a work of the supernatural here right now I don't care how old the word is I'm just looking for a world changer. I'm just looking for a world changer. I'm looking for somebody that wants to radically remodel, reshape, or restructure a pre-existing moment of your life. You don't have to go home like you came into this place tonight. You don't have to go home heavy and burdened. You don't have to leave like you walked in here tonight. You have the power to remodel, reshape, or restructure this present moment. Where are the world changers? Where are the world changers? Where are the world changers? Come on, sir, change the world. Come on, ma'am, change your world. You've got it. You've got a word. That's all you need. You can remodel, restructure, reshape. Let me ask us a question here. Maybe I can help you with your moment. You that have moved to the front, just very quick do you have a word? Do you need a word or do you have a word? I'm asking, do you have a word? Raise your hand. Leave it up. If you know you have a word, leave it up. Don't put your hands down, leave them up. If you have a word, you are by divine nature. Look at me, sir. You are by His divine nature a world changer. All you have to do is move with it. That's it. You can remodel, reshape, or restructure a present moment if you have a word. The power is in the word. Not in your ability, in His word. So if you have a word, look at your circumstance and speak to it that word. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Speak to your crisis, your moment, whatever. Speak that word. Take my word. Take my word. That's what his word. Take my word. And return it to me. Come on. Don't, don't be embarrassed to say, God, you, you told me. You said. Stephanie, the devil, look at me. The devil's a liar. Look at me. He's a liar. He wants to steal that word. He wants to do everything in his power to lie about that word. But you look at me. The power is in the word. Don't let go of the word. No matter what it stinks like. No matter what it looks like. No matter how far gone it may appear. I am the resurrection and life. That's all you need to know. Even if Lazarus dies, he is the resurrection and the life. Don't let the devil win this. You can't. You, you just, matter of fact, I just want you to do me a favor. I, I, just, I want you to shake your fist. Just like that. I just want you to say, devil... You almost got me. But I'm going to win. Because I have his word. It abides in me. Come on. Don't stop.
1: Whatever it is.
0: Tonight's the last night. Whatever this suppressing, pushing back, whatever it is. It's over tonight. It's finished. You have held on. You've maintained. You've endured. It's gone tonight. It's finished. There's going to be a victory. There's going to be a breath of fresh air. There's going to be a shout of praise. There's going to be a moment of deliverance. Your world is going to change. Your world is changing. Your world has. Come on, world changers. Come on, world changers. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by his word that I abide. Don't stop. Don't stop. There's a moment here right now. Change your world. Change your world. Restructure it. Reshape it. Remold it. Throughout the pages, throughout the pages of the New Testament and the teachings and the life and times of Jesus, in his ministry, he often challenged the church. He wrote to the church and he often said, don't forsake my word, hold on to my word, hold fast to my word. He then made a statement one time. He said, when the son of man cometh, when I return. When I rapture my church, shall I find faith? Not F-A-I-T-H. When I come back and I look for my bride, I'm going to look for one thing. I'm going to look for my word. You know why you fought so hard for this word? Because that's the thing Jesus is going to come back to get. He's only going to show up at a place in a heart that has made room and kept his word. That's why the devil wants his word more than he wants your praise. He'll let you shout and weep and talk in tongues, but he'll fight you for every word he can get. Don't let go of the word, fight to hold fast. I see, I see you, I see power, I see power, I see power, I see frustration and weariness. I just, I I mean, absolute exhaustion, exhaustion, exhaustion to the point where the husbands feel like they're dragging their wives. And because you feel like you're dragging them, you're tired and you're starting to question, am I right? Is this right? It doesn't have to be that way. It's okay. It's okay, as long as you have a word. For some reason, that you three right now look at me, sis. His word is all you need. His word. Is all you need. Take his word and return to him. Broken, frustrated, and full of questions, it's okay. As long as you return to him, his word, and say, You said, you promised. This weirdness has got to go, this shadow has got to go. I take dominion of that cloud, I take dominion of that weariness. I unloose the power of His spoken word, the creative power of Jesus Christ. Let there be sunshine in the valley. I need some folks to help me right now. Let there be sunshine. Let there be rest. gotta go! You gotta go! You gotta go! I'm talking to a spirit that's trying to rob this church right now. I'm talking to an adversary that's overshadowed this church right now. Devil, you gotta go! Spirit, you gotta go! The Word of God abideth! The Word... Help me congregation! Help me church! The Word of God abideth! The Word of God abideth! The word is here. The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth, thy word is here. Come on. Come on. There's a release of the Holy Ghost here right now. Come on. I need everybody to help me. Just a moment. Lift your hands and your voices. Declare the word. Speak the word. Speak it with authority. Speak it creatively. Declare it. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It's a light into my path. Come on.
1: Hallelujah. Come on, the Holy Ghost is still ministering here. Hallelujah. Come on, if you've been struggling with your word, if you've been struggling with your faith, this is an opportunity here tonight to make some headway in God. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, ramayan la Ramaushana, ya la Ratahaa. Hia la Rata, nolo si la Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hia la ramahaya Ramaha, Hia doloro, doloro cori, hia doloro Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hia lara tan doloro bo korobo Jose, lara Hallelujah. Oh, come on. If you've got a word from God, you can make it. I said, if you've got a word from God, you can make it. Don't surrender your word. Don't surrender your word. Come on. For by it, by it, will you obtain your victory. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hallelujah, Carlos, 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 can you and Zenobia come over here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm only telling you what I've been feeling the whole service as Brother Morgan was ministering about faith and not surrendering that i couldn't help but your face has kept coming to me kept coming to me i wonder if we could have brother wayne brown just a few people here a few couples here let's minister this couple i know everybody in this sanctuary knows how important these, this couple is and how important the word of god that has been spoken into their lives that it come to pass Amen. The Lord doesn't want us to, to to back up. He doesn't want us to release this. He doesn't want us to let this promise die. Come on. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A word from the Lord. A word from the Lord has been spoken into these lives right here. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. Devil you're a liar. Devil, you're lying in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over you right now and every lie, every strategy that you have set against this couple and this ministry in the name of Jesus. Somebody let Sister Angie in there. In the name of Jesus. Come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, every bit of weariness, every bit of fatigue, spiritual fatigue right now, I command you to loose this mind, loose this couple in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Rise up confidence, rise up faith in God. Don't let it go, don't let it go in the name of Jesus Christ. hallelujah,, oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, you lying, oppressive spirit, loose them now in the name of Jesus. Loose now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Come on, grab a hold of that word afresh. Grab a hold of that word afresh. Grab a hold of it. Lay hold of it again. Lay hold of it again. In the name of Jesus, lay hold of it again. In the name of Jesus Christ. It shall happen. It's going to happen. I said, It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, for greater is he. Greater is he that's in you. Come on, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Woo <laughs> Come on, Carlos, there's a refreshing in your faith that wants to happen. Come on, in the name of Jesus, there's a refreshing that wants to happen in the name of Jesus. When you wake up in the morning, there'll be a renewed strength there, a renewed confidence there. Come on, in the name of Jesus, God hasn't changed his mind. He hasn't backed up from his promise. He is faithful. hallelujah needless to say I'm not going to dismiss so if you have to leave that's between you and God right now but for those that are praying and that are continuing to pray please let's provide an atmosphere for them to pray and to be ministered to hallelujah let's not get carried away in small talk right now come on But if you've got to leave, you're more than welcome to leave. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus, you spirit of infirmity. You lying spirit of infirmity. In the name of Jesus, by his stripes, by his stripes, we were healed by his stripes we are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He calarata Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder if I can get some young people right over here around young brother Nielsen over here. Hallelujah. With him and his dad. I wonder if we could pray for him together right now. Come on. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. Come on. The devil is a liar. Nothing better. He would love to sow thoughts into our mind to make us feel like God doesn't want to and will not bring his promise to pass. Come on, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Renew his faith tonight, God. In the name of the Lord, renew the word of the Lord in their hearts tonight. Renew the word of the Lord in their hearts and minds tonight, God. Amen. Oh, renew your word tonight, God. Renew your word tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, renew your word into our hearts tonight, God. Come on, Carlos. He doesn't have the permission. He doesn't have the authority. He doesn't have the right. To- He doesn't have the right to cancel you out. He can't stop you, Carlos. Come on. He can't stop you. He doesn't have that kind of authority nor power. Come on. In the name of Jesus, grab a hold of that word one more time. Grab a hold of that promise one more time. Woo! (laughs) Let him solidify it in your spirit. It is so. It is so. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah! 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 Yikaramahayanda la lomusha.